Welcome to Courtside, everyone, a discussion of the post-election Trump litigation. It's a day 32 after the election. Oh, my God. Um, we are past a month. What a waste of time. There's a good argument that the last 24 hours have been the worst 24 hours for the Trump campaign, and that's really saying something given the lousy days he's had over the last 32. Most importantly, California certified its electoral votes yesterday, 55 votes and none for Donald Trump. And I thought that the certification was going to occur a little later and indeed after December 8th, but it, they, California got it done early. And what that does is it gets him, but gets Joe Biden over the 270 vote margin. He's got 279 votes now. And that means that Trump, it's basically over. Trump can try to resort to invalidating the counts, but these are safe harbored under the Federal Electoral Count Act, as we discussed a couple days ago. So all he's left with is desperate attempts to try and overturn and court these elections. It's going nowhere, as I've said before. The court count stands. One out of 47 cases, Trump has won. That one a little itty-bitty thing that does nothing. He's lost some more uh, over the last 24 hours. And look, you know, he's on his way to accomplishing something. He's going to accomplish the big 5-0. He's going to have 50 losses pretty soon. So one loss was in Arizona, where his folks are trying to get the Arizona certifications thrown out. The court bought none of it, saying, quote, based on the facts, the evidence did not prove illegal votes, much less enough to affect the outcome of the election. And, quote, plaintiffs have not proven that Biden-Harris did not receive the highest number of votes. In Georgia, and I know this is going to break all of your hearts, but the Kraken cracked. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit, the Federal Court of Appeals, said this whole Dominion Systems, you know, Chavez stuff was all wrong. And that Georgia had already certified its results and the case was moot. The court went so far out of its way to say that uh, that the arguments, quote, reflect a basic misunderstanding of what mootness is. So that case is going nowhere. And then the Wisconsin Supreme Court, this occurred last night, rejected the whole Trumpista claim. There's this whole other lawsuit about Mark Zuckerberg paying millions of dollars to rig the election in several counties of Wisconsin. The court said, quote, this petition doesn't satisfy our standards. One of the conservative jurists in, in the Wisconsin Supreme Court wrote in a concurring opinion this, and I think this is important, quote, something far more fundamental than the winner of Wisconsin's electoral votes is implicated in this case. At stake is our faith in our system of free and fair elections, a feature central to the enduring strength of our constitutional republic. The relief being sought by Trump is one most dramatic invocation of judicial power I have ever seen. Judicial acquiescence to such entreaties built on so flimsy a foundation would do indelible damage to every future election. You'd think that that would lead a president to try and be reticent, but of course, no. Today, Trump has resorted to begging, basically. He called the Georgia governor up, Brian Kemp, begging him to get the state legislature to appoint its own delegates, making matters worse. Governor Kemp, Kemp had just lost a close friend yesterday in a car crash, but Trump proceeded to, according to one report, chew him out. The governor said, look, I got no power to do this. But Trump was, you know, flying off the handle. Indeed, Trump is flying to Georgia as, as I record this. Good luck with that, President Trump. Uh, Georgia is the place, after all, where Republican officials have stood up for honor, for decency, for democracy. 
I can't do justice on this video to what Brad Raffsenberger, the Secretary of State of Georgia, the Republican Secretary of State, has done, or what top election Republican official Gabriel Sterling did a few days ago. He said, quote, Mr. President, you haven't condemned these actions or this language. Senators, you haven't condemned the same language or these actions. Stop inspiring people to commit potential acts of violence. I can't do it justice, honestly. Google it. Watch it. Ask yourself, how is it possible that in the United States of America, the greatest country on earth, this monstrosity is the president of the United States? And all of you watching, also ask yourself and make sure you look in your hearts and say, if the shoe were on the other foot, if I were Brad Rastenberger in reverse, would I do the right thing? I have faith that almost everyone would. That's the great thing about this country. But, you know, unfortunately, Trump and his minions have proven something else. Oh, and by the way, you know, Trump reaching out to the Georgia governor might also violate the Hatch Act. You know, the civil provisions don't apply, but the criminal ones do. He's arguably using his official powers to push certain action on his behalf. Of course, that's like the Trump M.O. That's his modus operandi. I wrote a whole book about it with the amazing uh, co-author Sam Koppelman, all about this. In any event, I've said it's the worst 24 hours for Trump, and that's true on the metric that we care about, which is when will he wake up and smell the coffee and realize that he's way, way lost this thing. But there is another metric that I've mentioned in the past, which is how much can Trump grift from this election nonsense? And he's up to $207 million from this ridiculousness. So as usual, the only thing Donald Trump is good at is enriching himself at the expense of you and me. It's going to be over soon. As Zeppelin says, your time is going to come. See you tomorrow.